It's yours, yes, sir. Lovely Nas, man, aka Matic. You already know the world is yours. What's good, y'all, man? Welcome back. It's your boy Shiny Sean coming to you with episode two. Two. How you feeling, man? Y'all good? Y'all lovely? Y'all fantastic? But anyways, we gonna commence into the hot topic. So the first topic: OBJ to the Rams. I I wasn't nah. I mean, I think that's a good team for him, to be honest. You know, you got Von Miller, you know, Jalen Ramsey. You got my, my D-tackle, Arna, you know. I mean, they, they, looking, they looking pretty nice. I, yeah, I think I'm not, it's a, a fan. I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan <laughs> of this move at all. It makes the division harder. It makes my division harder to win. I don't like it. Oh, well. Well, um, I told you I was going to have a special guest, um, Mr. Lovelace, man. How, how you doing, man? Man, everything is beautiful, you know what I'm saying? I'm always going to put some paint where it ain't do it for the ones that can't, you know. At the end of the day, you know, ain't no other way but to make a way. So, it's all good, man. And uh, I can tell you're upset because, uh, you know, I'm assuming you're a, a Saints fan? I am a 49ers fan. Oh, oh. Faithful. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Okay, look like they're not going to go far in the playoffs. Anyways, next hot topic. <laughs> Um, Bruno just dropped this past Friday. Have you listened to the album? I have not. I have not listened to Bruno. I I will be honest with you. I'm not a um, I'm not real big on Bruno. I don't know. I'm, I'm really. Not I'm not hit to it. I'm not hit to it. Really? Okay. Well, then, have you heard at least a couple of his songs on the new album, like "Leave My Door Open," uh, "Smoking Out the Window"? No, I've heard "Twenty Four Karat Magic." Oh, that's his previous album. Yep. Okay, all right. you know about how hip I am. Okay. Specifically. Okay. Well, the album dropped this past Friday. I think it's really good. Uh, If you're an old soul like me, it definitely give you 70 vibes off rip. So definitely recommend and commence to it. But uh, that's it for the hot hot topic section. My goodness. We about to actually commence into the main topic. But before we do... Like I said, we got a special guest. I'm happy this man is on here, man. Mr. Lovelace, man. So, we're going to do, you know, actually, just let people know who you are. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave myself a short, a short, small, small applause because, you know what I'm saying, I like to, you know, it's a blessing when I walk and a gift when I talk. But anyway, we're going to um, get to the main topic at hand, the main subject. Uh, my name is Christian Lovelace. Uh, I am a native of Jackson, Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Straight out the Jack, don't know how to act. Um, I actually was um, just, I guess, a, short, a couple short accolades. Um, I was 2017-2018 Mr. Lemoyne on college. Subsequently went on to win 2018-2019 uh, Mr. Historically Black Colleges and University. Mm. Um, I was uh, my first school at Lincoln. Um, I was a letterman as a freshman. I was supposed to be a footballer. That was what I was supposed to do in my life. In football, where you play with the ball with your feet because it's football. Remember that? Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, I played every second of every game as a freshman. I lettered. Um, All-American, All-American mention. Um, honorable mention, I'm sorry. All-American honorable mention um, as a freshman. Very difficult to do. Um, All-NJAC newcomer of the year. Um, and then also, um, you know, I was a um, I was a graduate of distinction as well um, for for my graduation in two thousand eighteen, and um, I also 
received HJR193. So I got two. Um, so I got one, which you see on the wall right there, is the um, yeah. the the House of Representatives proclamation, and then I also Tennessee. got a resolution from the um, from the state of representatives, um, the Tennessee state of representatives. So that's what that red one is. It's right there. Oh. So I actually have two. Um, I got one from the feds and one from the state. Wow. Um. That's a lot of a lot of W's, uh, a lot of success. Hey, you know, young what I'm man, ain't yeah. nothing to it but to do it. Oh, well, the next question, sure. I guess we might as well just talk about it. What is, what is the key of winning? Because I just want to know. You know what I mean? <laughs> you you got all this, you know, achievement awards. You know, I just want to know. I can put it in my bag. You know what I mean? It's is is. And one thing that people always talk about is they always talk about, you know, uh, you have to put yourself in position to win. You got to put yourself in position. You got to do the work, do the work, do the work. And I think that a lot of people don't really start where the work really actually is. The work is in your head. You got to have it in your head before you can have it in your hands. So we talk about belief. Um, but what is belief? Belief is nothing more than absolute conviction of an idea. That is all belief is. Belief is absolutely being convinced of an idea. It's not a physical thing. It's an ephemeral thing. It's something that does not exist. It's intangible. And so for me, one of the things that was conveyed to me very early in life is you've got to practice it in your brain before you practice it outside. Because mm. if you can't see it in your mind, you can have, for example, NFL quarterbacks. Mm. Yeah. You can have all the talent in the world. Jamarcus, Jamarcus Russell could throw the ball from the one-yard line to the 100-yard line. That is an arm. But because he could not read a defense, he was terrible in the NFL. Hmm. Because the mental wasn't there. All the physical aspects were there. The traits were there. But because he could not do the mental part, that's where he failed at. And so what I want to implore everybody that's listening to do is what you got to do is you got to see yourself winning. Your brain is literally, what's the only place that you can win 100% of the time? Oh, you're asking me or you being rhetorical? I'm asking. I'm asking. It's a real question. Your mind. And your mind. That is literally the only place where you can win 1,000% of the time. Because why would you ever see yourself losing? It doesn't make sense. So, if you see yourself winning all the time, then you'll find that more often than not, you will win. The problem with people is they start thinking, oh, well, I'm a realist. I'm being real. I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a realistic aspect and I want to see it the way that things really are. Well, science proves that however you see it in your brain is exactly how you're going to see it in real life. Because your brain does not know the difference between what's happening in here, in between your ears, and what's going on outside of you. Because what happens is there's a filter called, it's a bias effect. And what it means is that your brain takes in almost what? almost about a billion pieces of data every second. And what it will do is, you can only, you're only aware of about 16 million. A billion, 16 million, that's a big difference. What your brain will do is it will wash out everything that doesn't fit your bias. And it will only allow you to see exactly what you want to see. So that's how two people can go to the same place. One loves it, the other hates it. Because mm. even though you've got two people in the same place in the same job, one succeeds, one fails. What's the difference? The difference is one had in their mind before they got there that they were going to succeed. 
So mm -hmm. when they got there, their brain filtered out all of the reasons for them to fail. It only gave them reasons to succeed. And so, in due course, they succeeded. <laughs> nah, <laughs> look, I'm learning. <laughs> you just drop all that knowledge on me. I'm, look, I'm learning. Sure, this is this your show for today, man. You oh, you man. taking over, man. Oh man, that's easy. But that's you know it's funny. That's what we hopping into. You know, we're talking about confidence, y'all. And so Mr. Lovelace just knocked it out the park on the first point. Ah, oh, well, you know, you gotta you gotta start like you mean to go on. You gotta start like you mean to go on. So we're talking about confidence, y'all. You know, you already know how I do. We break it down to three points. So like I said, Mr. Lovelace just talked about success. It literally is all in your mind, gaining the experience, you know, picturing yourself that you're actually going to win. And, you know, what, what, what self-awareness, literally what skills are you good at? You know, what, what can you do and what can you not do? And how can we use these skills to to win, mm -hmm. to succeed in things that we love or want to do. And since we just went through successful, now we're going to go into the second point, and that's being prepared. So what what ways can you tell them how to tone in on practice on their skills? Because you talked about the mind, mm -hmm. but what what about maybe, I don't, I don't know, like what ways can you tell them? So in terms of preparation, number one, you see it in your mind first, right? Mm -hmm. So when you see it in your mind first, you'll instantly come up with ideas of things that you'll need, right? So let's say that today I say, I want to make $4.68 million per year, right? Okay, cool. So as you see it in your brain, as you see it in your mind's eye, you're going to see, well, I'm going to need to protect my money, you know? I'm going to need a money manager. So then you, you become motivated to go find a money manager. Well, I want to know where my money is going. I need to make sure I have an accountant. I want to know how money works. I need to make sure that I have the knowledge in order to sustain this money. And so what happens is as you come up with the finished results, the steps fill in themselves. And so you start to have a, um, you start to have a little bit of intuitive knowledge as to the things that you need and you go prepare yourself. And so I think that a lot of times we work at it backwards. We try to start with, we try to start with, oh, well, let me try to come up with a plan. That's not how it works. That's not how your brain works. Your brain works in big pictures. It doesn't give you the minute details first and then you put it together into steps and then you get the finished product. Mm -hmm. No, you start with a goal and then you work your way backwards. And so what happens is with that preparation, You'll, you'll come up with the steps that you need. Um, so example, um, I'll give you an example for me. I, the reason why I actually became Mr. LeMoyne was one of the most petty and, and, and vindictive reasons you'll ever see in your life. Mm. So at LeMoyne, we have this Hall of Fame. We have the Wall of Fame. And so on this Wall of Fame, you have, all, you, you have two walls, kind of like the way this corner is set up. Okay. So... On one side, you have all of the previous kings and queens going all the way back to 1956, hmm. okay? And then on this wall, you have more of the more current kings and queens. And then at the very top, you have the biggest picture, which is reserved for Mr. HBCU and Miss NBCA. So 
uh, Lemoyne has never had a Miss NBCA. We've only had a couple of top tens, but we've never had anybody to actually win. But we have had one Mr. HBCU before, Jerome. And so Jerome's picture is there. And as he's standing there, he has uh, he has on an alpha jacket standing there doing the fire, you know, out there, just like that. And I was like, ain't no way I'm going to let an alpha sit here and, and, and be the only one on this boat. Can't you kidding me? He gonna be the only one on this. I y'all finna be up here on this wall. Y'all tripping, <laughs> bro? I'm finna be up here on this wall. Now here's the thing. That's what I was talking about before. I started with the big goal. I started with being Mr. HBCU, but you have to actually get to being Mr. Lemoyne first, and then the steps filled in mm. themselves. The preparation came, but I started with a big goal. That was it. Because that's what a lot of business leaders talk about. Think big, think big, think big. Well, once you think big, the steps fill in themselves. But most people don't have a big goal. Mm-hmm. They just want to pay bills, get along day to day. We just going you know, figure it out as we go. Think big because that's the way your mind works. You got to play to your strengths, right? Your strength is thinking big, having a goal. Start with the goal first. The preparation comes because then... After I did that, then my first thought was, okay, who do I go talk to? Oh, Royal Connection. Okay, Royal Connection. Who's over Royal Connection? Ruby Mentor. Okay, Ruby Mentor. Then after I got with Ruby Mentor, she was the one that said, okay, this is what you need to do to prepare. Got my got me in Toastmasters. Got me into public speaking. Mm-hmm. Got me um, hooked up with Miss Williams, and that's over uh, Kings and Queens Connection. Got me into um, got me into different arenas where. I would be able to meet administration. I would be able to get with some of the board of trustees, meeting Mr. Yangto. All of these people, all of these things, that was the preparation. But I started with the goal. So I hope that answered your question about preparation. Yes. Okay. Yes, it did. Very good, very good. And what the last point is, the result is belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, the, you move different. You talk different, you walk different, you act different in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a that's a part that we have to attack on. There's there's a huge difference between confidence and cockiness. Mm-hmm. How how would you explain explain the two differences? Um cockiness is um cockiness is deceit. Hmm. And what I mean by that is uh, cockiness is confidence with no basis. Um, if you, let me see, if you truly believe that you are the best in your city, if you're the best hooper in your city, right? But you ain't had no tests to prove that you're the best in your city. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that is you haven't played the best in your city. You just think that you're the best. That's that's confidence without any basis to it. Hmm. You ain't proof nothing. There's no proof to it. But if you play, if you've been to every neighborhood in your city and you done beat every hooper in your hood, you have confidence then. The reason why is because you've seen it in your mind, but then you went out and did the practice. The preparation was there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we talking mm-hmm. about yeah. big goal first, then the preparation came. Yeah. Then that's confidence. Why? Because you can back that up. You have actual case history. You can say, okay, I can say that without bias, I'm the best. 
And so what you what you find is that uh, many times sports, sports within themselves, mm -hmm. sports are a confidence thing. Because if you're not confident, you're mm -hmm. not going to hit your shots. No, you're not going to do the things you normally do. You're going to play within your shell. You're going to play scared. Why? Because you lack confidence. Mm -hmm. Understand? Mm -hmm. So in that perspective, we look at it, the game of business is the same. The game of war is the same. Think about it this way. Napoleon. Napoleon Bonaparte, right? Mm -hmm. He had a string of victories where he absolutely never lost. You notice when he started losing was when he started losing confidence in Napoleon. Napoleon always won because of his intense and absolutely unwavering confidence in Napoleon. Not because he had the best trained troops, not because he had the best generals, not because he had the latest weaponry. He always won because of his, uh, his absolute convinced notion that he could come up with the best game plan and battle plan that there ever was. And nine times out of 10, that's exactly what he did. But only when he started losing confidence did he start losing battles. Hmm. So that, to wrap it up, we we see success. It's all in the mind. You have to you have to win. And so once when you picture that, then you're you're going to prepare. You're going to take the following steps as you need to move forward into creating the result of believing in yourself. And I want to tag in on the, the cockiness versus the 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 confidence. If we go into the story of David. Oh yeah, you already know I'm Christian by the way, so we gonna just you know just break it down just just a little bit. I gotta let the audience know I keep it balanced. I talk about religion and then I talk about other stories to make it relate for everybody. So if we go to David, we we see Goliath, like you said. He's he's think he's the best warrior, and and he literally actually technically proved himself. He went to other countries and slayed and killed and conquered and destroyed, but he hadn't met David yet, right? He haven't, he haven't dealed anyone. But once when he saw David, he was like, this is your best warrior? Oh, I'm going to kill him. Oh, I'm going to destroy him. And then once when David grabbed that slingshot and killed him, his cockiness took over. And so to, to, to switch on with that, that's where we get all these big upsets from, from sports, right? We, we think, oh, I keep on winning. I keep on destroying my competition. And then we see a weak person. Oh, oh, they're weak. Oh, we got them. We take them. And we, they smack us in the mouth. We see it a lot of time with college football. We see it in, in, heck, March Madness. That's why it's called March Madness. Because there's so many upsets that we try to pick and we lose. And it just, dang. Because that little team, even though they're the underdog, they're always going to believe in themselves because they got to picture themselves winning against the odds, against everything, against the impossible. Because, like you said, they put it in their minds. They make it possible. Shoot. We, we can go further. We can go to the, the book of Coming to America. Coming to America, right? Prince Hakeem. You said think big, right? Think big. Prince Hakeem knows he's going to be a king over his country. That's the biggest. That's probably the biggest goal he had, right? So what are the steps to becoming a king? Well, he had to learn. 
He had to learn how to how to act like a king. He had to learn how to walk like a king. But one thing that he didn't have was a queen. And so he 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 couldn't he couldn't find that in his hometown. So he was like, where should we go? Queens. Queens, New York. And so he pictured his mind on like, I'm going to find my the queen that's for me. Not for everybody else one, but for me. And so he had that confidence from the jump. And then he found Lisa. And that's funny, we can go the confidence versus cockiness because the Lisa's boyfriend, what was what was his name? I have no idea. The only thing <sighs> I remember is so good. But anyways, Lisa's boyfriend <laughs> was cocky. He 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 had everything. Gerard. Yep. I remember now. He had everything given to him because his family. They they put the they put their foot down. They was working to build up the company Soul Glow. He had everything to him. And so Prince Hakeem did the same. But see, but, I think it was the difference was the confidence without basis. Mm. Why was it? Well, why was he confident without any basis? Because that was given to him with nothing. You know, it, it was, you inherit that. Mm-hmm. You know, your parents give that to you. Whereas I think the difference with Prince Hakeem is that he, 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 he actually did some work. You know what I'm saying? He was willing to mop floors and was Literally. happy to do it. Literally. He was willing to mop floors, do the fries, live in, live in the, the, the worst neighborhoods and all of that. He was willing to do the, the, the preparatory work. But when you want the end and you don't want the preparation, that's where the cockiness comes from. And we saw what happened. Prince King got his queen. Got Lisa. To be loved, oh, to be loved. Oh, oh, what a feeling to be loved. Now, people, I have nothing to do with this. I want y'all to know that. <laughs> Last example, y'all. The story of Moses. And that's, that relates to everybody. To a person who don't believe in themselves, To people who just be just doubting. So we go to the story of Moses. His biggest goal was to lead his people out of slavery. God spoke to him saying, Hey, man, I need you to free my people. What? Me, out of everybody, you choose me. Hey man, I ain't gonna hold you. I, I can't do it. I I I stuttered. I I don't. I I can't speak. I, I... First and foremost, he was the most well placed to do it. You in the Pharaoh's house? What do you mean? If not you, then who? Exactly. But he didn't believe in himself. But then God just kept on like, you got this. I'm going to teach you the way. And so he took, he prepared everything step by step. So when the moment came, he did it. And that's with that can relate to everybody today. I can testify to me. I didn't believe in myself. And not that I didn't want to, but I had people speaking on me negatively. Oh, you can't do it. Oh, you you can't win. You, Sean, you can't do it. You you really <laughs> you think you're gonna back, you think you're gonna shoot your son against her? You think you're gonna cuff her? Ain't no way, Sean. Sean, you think you're gonna be the best at what you're doing? Ain't no way. It's not happening. And the crazy part is it's not even just my peers saying that, it's your family members saying that too. 
So it's like, how are you really going to believe in yourself? So it's like, there's a point where it, it, the, the pain and the hurt is going to motivate you to, to see yourself win. Because when, when, you, when you're feed into it, you're not going to win, you're not going to make it. Like you said, you're going to lose. And so every shot that I took, every, every time that I moved different and I, and I lost, it, it just attacked me. It just attacked me so much where I don't even know I'm going to make it. But, but that hurt, that, that pain, it, it, it was to a point where I couldn't cry no more. To where I felt numb and I, I, I was, there's the only way to go is up. So I had to force myself out of that to believe myself, to, to, to spend time myself, to, to know what can I do and what can I do. And so once when I realized the people that told me no is, no, you can you actually can. You actually can climb that mountain because at the top of the mountain, there's another mountain for you to climb. You can do it. But at the end of the day, it's all on you. It's not no one else. No one can tell you that you can't do it. The only person that can tell you that you can't do it is you. Not no one else. The only person that stands in your way is you. So how bad do you want it? Les Brown said that you have two things in life, reason and results. And notice that reason doesn't count because reason becomes excuses. So what would your result be? We broke it down. Successful. It all is. It's a mind battle. It's a mind battle. It's about self-awareness. It's about spending time with yourself, picturing yourself winning, picture yourself reaching your big goals, thinking big. In order to do that, once you go to the next step is preparing. We're going to move backwards, step by step by step on how can we do this to reach our big goals. And as you keep on going through that process, you're going to build confidence. You're going to believe in yourself because you know that you can do it because you know who you are. And, and that's it. That's, that's it too. And now it ain't easy because my story, <laughs> it took me a minute to believe in myself. But if I can do it, you can do it too. Amen. That's that's it, y'all. We're gonna definitely commission to the calling section. But before we do, Mr. Lovelace, thank you, man. Thank you. Hold on, man. Let's Hey, 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 now, you know, I'm just out here trying to be a young man, you know, that is uh knowing something. But not knowing everything, you know what I mean? Knowing some things, but not everything, you know what I'm saying here, you know? Ain't nothing to it, you know? Ain't nothing but some fellowshipping, a little bit of change on the move, you know? Ain't nothing to it. Man, but just, again, just thank you for being on the show. Just thank you for, shoot, the couple months that we spend together, man. You you are really a, a great, big, more than just, you know, uh... Uh, a faculty, you know, you're you're a big brother to me, you know, a, a great friend and a mentor. And I, I'm glad that I met you. And, you know, this journey is far from over, man. We just looking forward to it, man. Much obliged. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate, you know, this opportunity you afforded to me to be out here speaking to the people direct. Yes, sir. Direct, so most definitely, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, y'all. Let's come into the calling section. And we have our first caller of the day. Caller, please state your name and where you from. Joseph McDuru, Seattle, Washington. Oh, my God. It's Joey, the GOAT. Oh, my God. How are you, man? 
Hey guys, I'm doing well. Haven't talked to you guys in a little minute. I know, right? Last time it was what, season three? Jeez. But Joey, we're playing a game. Uh, the topic that we talked about was confidence. So the question for the game is, what is the only place where you can win 100% of the time? And you got mm, about 20 seconds to answer. I sh I'm saying my drip. Yo, drip. That's a personal thing. Personal thing you for know, you? know, like, I'm always, I always feel like I'm dressed pretty good. So, yeah, I don't take an L there, you know? Okay. <laughs> well, sorry, man. That wasn't the answer. The correct answer is your mind. Man. <laughs> are you serious? Yes, bro. See, I knew it was going to be something, like, philosophical, but I was like, not, I'm not there right now. So, I'm like... <laughs> I'm just like, my drip, it gotta be that. Fact, yeah, you know, bro, your, your drip is always 100%, so, you know, you could've, that, that, I guess you, that's a good thank answer you. for you. Thank you, you admitted it, thank you. Right, man, you already know the vibes. Appreciate you for calling in, as always, bro, and you already know, man, Till next time. Hey, shout out Shiny Sean, you feel me? <laughs> Appreciate you, boy. And then we have our next caller. Caller, please state your name and where you're from. All right. Hi, my name is Callie, and I'm from Dean, Ohio. A period. Okay, Callie, so um, the episode that we were talking about is confidence. So my question is for you is what is the only place where you can win 100% of the time? And you only got like uh, about 10 seconds to answer. 10 seconds to answer. Okay, the one place I can win 100% of the time is, I don't know, within, I'm not really sure. Three, two, so no answer? Um, I don't know, inside yourself, I have no idea, that's my... That was my very, answer. inside yourself, that was very close, very close. The answer is your mind. Ooh, I feel like that was pretty close, it was close enough. It, it was close enough, it was close enough, but it, it wasn't the correct answer that we was looking for, so... But thank you. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. Definitely call in again. And we got a caller coming in. All right. And we have our last caller for today. Caller, please state your name and where are you from? Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm Jalen Johnson from Zion, Illinois. Hey, my boy Jay, man. How you living, bro? I'm straight, man. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm good, man. We here. So... The topic for today, we talked about confidence, and we've been playing the game during the call-in section. So, Jay, man, time to lock in, bro. So the question is, what is the only place where you can win 100% of the time? And I'm going to give you, like, at least 12 seconds. Uh, only place where you can win. Um, well... Since you talked about confidence, I'm assuming in like within like believing in yourself. Yes. Right? Like if, okay. you, if, if if you believe in yourself then, you know, you you can win, right? Like Yeah. Am I, am I right? Like yeah, yeah. In, am I in the ballpark? Yeah, yeah, you're getting there. It's very warm, very warm. Uh the mind, I guess? I don't know. Yes, sir. That's what I was talking about, Jay. Yes, it's in the mind. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, man, since you got the answer right, my brother, send me your cash app, bro. You're going to win $5, bro. Oh, okay. Well, you get $5 <laughs> today. Yes, sir. Hey, man, appreciate you for calling in the show as always, bro. All right, man. Thank you. Hey, send me my money on time. I ain't playing with you. 
Money. <laughs> I got you, bro. All right. That is it for the call-in section, man. Shout out to my boy, Jalen, for getting the answer right. And, you know, the funniest thing about it is me and your boy, Jalen, we're going to be on episode three. So y'all make sure y'all tune in for next Monday and go listen to episode three. And it's going to be about what you thought I was going to tell you. I ain't about to tell you. You're going to see here soon on next Monday. So I love each and every one of y'all. And be safe, be smart, be alert, and most importantly, live life. And we'll see you next Monday. Peace.